Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I'm Kate. And I'm Allison. And, and we, we are, are the Itty Bitty, Itty Bitty Wedding, Wedding Committee. Committee. <laughs> we actually did it. We actually did it. Allison, that was so good. <laughs> we'll wait and see how it sounds in the recording because sometimes nope. it's hard to tell. <laughs> it is, but I choose to believe that was flawless. That was really okay. good. <laughs> Speaking it into existence. Yes, exactly. I'm just putting positivity out there. So I am obviously very excited about this week's topic because all I like to talk about is dogs and that's all I have to talk about this week. So, Yay! Four-legged yeah. babies! Four-legged babies. Let's go. We've got dogs. We've got some animals that aren't dogs, but mostly dogs. Yeah. I would be interested <laughs> if anyone had like birds. Like I feel like yeah. that would be interesting. Yeah. We, um, oh, actually, okay. I have some stories about this. So Obviously, uh, we didn't actually say it, but the topic of this week's episode is how to include your pet best friend in your big day. And Yay! Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. And then we're going to just clog up the gram with dog pics and cat pics. <laughs> but I'm really into dogs, especially in weddings, just because that's what I see the most. Just because mm -hmm. they, tend, they tend to travel well compared to some other pets. And <laughs> they're... Uh, yeah, they're just great to have in photos. They're always kind of a wild card and they're a lot of fun. So dogs are more what we'll focus on, but I have, and it's not my story. This is actually a story from another podcast I listened to, um, heard about someone who tried to get a falconer to teach him to get a falcon to bring him a ring for his wedding ceremony. This was, um, I that think sounds awesome and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> yes. This was on the bananas podcast, which I love to listen to because it's just silly news and it makes me happy and it's very just positive and there's no doom and gloom involved. Plus it's a lot of like butt jokes, which I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess this guy really, really wanted this to happen. Talked to the falconer and the falconer said, well, this is months minimum of work because you have to constantly train with this bird and get it to trust you and get it to follow the cues. And even then mm -hmm. there's not a perfect chance that it's going to bring you a ring. And it just seemed like a whole lot. So the bird did not get involved. <laughs> I've seen like, um, well, cause obviously like I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Um, I've seen where like someone will hire like a, um, like a, like an owl trainer. An owl master. Yeah, to, like, you know, have the owl, like, fly down the aisles and drop off, like, I don't know, whatever. I just thought it looked cool. Like, the, the owl doesn't even have to be doing anything. He can just, just fly down the aisle and then leave, and, like, that's it. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just want an owl to hang out at every wedding. Yeah. Can we please owls make that a so trend? Owls are so cool. They're cool and creepy at the same time, but I would love that. Oh, I love owls. I really do. So, all right, back to dogs. Um, I know seen a bunch of dogs in weddings, even weddings we've done. We did a dog mm -hmm. rescue wedding. We had dogs at my wedding, but I think it was, yeah, they got taken away before you got there. So you didn't see them. It was mm -hmm. a shit show. Um, they were, <laughs> they were absolutely insane. And um, the pictures turned out equally insane. And that's exactly what we expected, which is why they had a plan to get taken away early. And we'll talk about that. So yeah. what to do if your dogs aren't perfectly calm and well-behaved at all times. 
Yeah. Um, doesn't always happen that way. But when it does happen, it's wonderful. It is. It <laughs> I is. would say I've only done one wedding where there was a dog and he was just supposed to be there for the ceremony um, to like with the, he was a little ring bearer. It was so cute. And he was so chill that he just stayed for the whole time. It was great. It was a, I've had a, like a cute little brunch wedding and he had a little like vest on and he just like hung out and like got pets and got a little, you know, treats. And I was just like, this is wonderful. <laughs> I've had several very good dogs in weddings. I had Leo the Pomeranian who got to be the only dog I've ever seen allowed in a Catholic ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a very chill priest who allowed that. I had a super sweet senior chow who wore a tux and was very good. And I had another dog, Benji, who I'm still in touch with these clients, actually. Um, He's a very, very good boy. He's big. He's a Newfie mix. And he was perfect through the ceremony. And he sat nicely the whole time. And he was calm. And then at one point, the officiant was their friend and mentioned the couple's love of Benji. And he heard his name and got up and walked over. <laughs> He's like, oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> it was so cute. So yeah, those are my um, good dog stories. That said, that's three out of many, many stories. And yeah. not every dog has the ability to be that chill, which is totally fine. Yeah. And the I, one thing that I love about just like pets in general involved in weddings it's like and obviously it depends on the person the people's actual pets but you can really kind of incorporate pets into a lot of different aspects of the wedding like you can include them in you know your engagement photography or you know including them on the save the date having them at the actual you know ceremony or reception depending venue allowing um you know you can have them on like your thank you notes and so there's just so many like cute ways that you can like really incorporate this um very important furry person um Mm -hmm. into your big day or feathered I don't know I'm still trying to make this bird thing happen (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm into it I'll let it continue um I I also really like when couples incorporate an illustration of their dog in Mm -hmm. the day of stationery or the wedding invitations. And sometimes I have them included in the cocktail signage. I had one couple have a cake topper replica made of their dog. So so there are all kinds of ways. It's really cute. Um, I think when I like to talk to my couples about, okay, what are we doing when we involve your dog in the day? We start with the conversation about getting ready because Sometimes they do want their dog with them while they're getting ready. And sometimes it just makes sense because the dog's going to be in the place where they're getting ready and it's easier to have it there. Yeah. And sometimes the dog has to get ready too. (laughs) Exactly. So what I recommend for this is if the dog is getting ready with you, make sure the important stuff like the dresses and the bottoms of the dresses are off the floor a significant height off the floor because again this is a kind of stressful environment and your dog might not normally chew things or pee on things but this is a very weird hectic kind of day for your dog so just eliminate the chances of something going wrong make sure people's bags are off the floor when they're coming over and then have someone designated not you the person getting married but somebody else who has a little more uh low stakes on your wedding day to be the designated person to make sure the dog is getting fed and walked and taken out because on one hand your dog could go completely thirsty and hungry and never go out and on the other hand people could really be overzealous and overfeed your dog and overwater your dog and your dog is constantly being taken outside when it doesn't need to be so just make sure there's one person to be 
taking care of that and making sure the dog's not getting into mischief. Yeah. Uh, also, the flowers. Just keep Ooh, the flowers important. away. <laughs> yes. Keep the flowers away from your dog or from any other pets. Um, a lot of cats like to get into flowers and greenery. Things like lilies are toxic and they're very, very unhealthy. It's why you keep poinsettias away from cats during the holidays. So just be mindful of that and really make sure the flowers in particular are being kept at a safe distance where the pets can't access them. Yeah. And even if the plants or greenery is not toxic, you just, I'm pretty sure you would not be pleased to know that your four-legged baby chewed on your bouquet. So (laughs) another reason to just keep the important things out of paws reach or mouth reach. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's good to have just a safe, cozy, secluded, quiet place for your dog to go or any Mm. pet. A cat, cats will tend to hide anyway, so don't assume your cat is lost. Your cat is probably hiding. Um, (laughs) I have had that happen. People were very concerned. I said, no, 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 the cat's hiding. The cat was hiding, but it was a stressful 20 minutes while we found the cat. Um, So just make sure your pet does have a safe place to go where they're out of the hustle and bustle and they can get some alone time. If they have a crate, that's fantastic. If they have something similar that they like, keep that with them. Make sure that if your pet is the kind of pet who gets medicated, maybe they're getting medicated that day or getting CBD that day just to help them chill out a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of excitement and some pets Mm -hmm. love it and they can kind of roll with it. And some pets might get a little bit overwhelmed by being surrounded by all these extra people that they're not normally surrounded by. So I definitely, you know, would reiterate just making sure they have everything that they need to be comfortable and chill and that you have someone making sure that, you know, they're also comfortable and chill. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's, it's a hire good idea. Hire the dog whisperer. <laughs> yes, please. Everyone hire a dog whisperer for your wedding. So with attire, I love seeing dressed up pets. Allison, how do you feel? I love dressed up pets, especially if there's hats involved. I have a thing about just like little hats on pets. It's the cutest thing ever. So extra points for you if you can get a hat on your dog or cat or bird, because sometimes birds wear hats too, (laughs) and like get it to stay on and they don't hate it. Like I love, love, love that. Yeah, I'm really a huge fan of any pet wearing any outfit. Uh, I don't love tutus on dogs. They don't do it for me. So They're I guess I have cumbersome. to edit that. They're cumbersome. Yeah. Because it's like, because so <laughs> I feel like if, if the dog is like a huge dog and then like the tutu is super huge and they're kind of walking around with this like giant thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm dying. I don't know why I think that's so funny. <laughs> a dog being encumbered you're, by a tutu. You're like thinking about the practicality of the dog's I think what I'm can just I really say? I'm a practical today. gal. <laughs> this is how my mind works. They're they're cumbersome. You're right. Yeah, they're they're cumbersome on people, let alone on a dog. Yeah, unless they're used I to think, it, in which case, whatever. Yeah, I love the bow ties. I love the little dog tuxes, the mm-hmm. little outfits. Um, I for our wedding could not find anything ridiculous enough for the dogs to wear. So I made them stupid stuff to wear, which were um, these fluffy tool kind of Elizabethan collars. And I, I thought made that myself... was some classy shit, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I No, I called them dum-dum collars. Like I just, yeah. the goal was to make them as embarrassing as possible. And of course the dogs didn't really want to wear them. And I made myself matching anklets, but then everything was so chaotic with the pictures, which we kind of expected that 
I did not end up wearing the anklets for any portraits where I could match the dogs. Like mm-hmm. I made them the anklets and myself. So we were all <laughs> going to match in our little anklets. And Wait, did you make some for John too? I did not. No, mm. but John did wear um, hoagie socks at the wedding. Aww. So yeah, my brother That's had so given sweet. him, he had given him socks of the dogs the dog's faces. And I love this because this is a trend. Um, Ellen also, our friend Ellen, also for Christmas gave John socks of the dogs. And he strongly prefers Hoagie, our younger dog, to Ruthie, who is kind of like the stepchild he doesn't want. She's my senior dog. <laughs> Just like they, he's very sweet to her. He takes great care of her, but she annoys the crap out of him. Like everything she does, he just finds really annoying. <laughs> and <laughs> So I loved when Ellen gave him the socks for Christmas, she sent away to this company to have three socks made. It was going to be socks with Hoagie, socks with Ruthie, and socks with me. And apparently the picture of me she sent to go on the socks was not big enough. So the company, Mm -hmm. without checking with her, just made two pairs of Ruthie socks and one (laughs) pair of Hoagie socks and sent those. That's so funny. so now he has three pairs of socks from his annoying stepchild dog. <laughs> I bet they're still super cute. They are super cute, and I'm going to borrow them because I love Ruthie. She's my special girl. She's a peach. She is. Thank you. John just doesn't understand. <laughs> That's another way you can incorporate your pets into your weddings, putting them on your socks. Put them on your socks. You heard it I think that's first. super cute. Um, I think with attire too, so when your pet is wearing whatever they're wearing, whether it's a floral leash or a I love those. Bow, oh, I love them. Just make sure that you do a trial run with your pet to see if they'll actually wear it. Because if they're going to be miserable and try to bite it off and shake it off and you can't get them to wear it for long, that's good to know in advance because you don't yeah. want to put that on them really early in the day if you need it on them for a specific 30 seconds when it's really needed. Just have it yeah. on for those 30 just seconds. slap it on before they go down the aisle. He gets down the aisle and you just take it right off. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, you also are going to want to think about what you're wearing. So especially if you're wearing a light color, like white or ivory, you are going to want your dog to stay far away. And this is not just because your dog could jump. Um, even if your dog is not a jumper, even if your dog is the tiniest, sweetest, little well-behaved dog, your dress is going to touch the ground a little bit. And if your dog steps on that train at all, and there's any kind of dirt or mud or anything on their paws, that's going straight onto your dress. Yeah. And a lot of the time you'll be seeing your dog before the ceremony. So that's when you really want the dress to be pristine. So just be super careful about not having your dress where the dog can step on it or even worse, jump on it. Be very careful about that. And make sure you have a lint roller so that you can lint roll any attire that does get some fur on it. Yeah. Oh, furry babies. (laughs) (laughs) Cute when it's on them, not cute when it's on your wedding dress. (laughs) Totally, totally. So I think in terms of what it's going to look like when you have the actual dog there on the day of, you're going to want a Wrangler. And this Wrangler can be more than one person for different parts of the day, or it can Mm -hmm. be what I prefer, a professional. And if you get a professional, that person is someone who is going to come get your dog from your home or your hotel room, spend time with them, make sure they're comfortable. They can even meet your dog another day so the dog gets to know them, transport them wherever they need to go along with everything they need, like their water bowl and their food, take care of them the entire time, make sure they're following the rules, like staying off your dress mm-hmm. and then whisking them away when the time comes and yeah. taking care and that of them person- all night 
should not be you. I don't care how much and, you love your dog. Do not volunteer to be your own dog's pet sitter on your wedding day. Yeah. And remember, you're not going to be there taking care of your dog, not for like a six hour party, but for a very, very long day. And you're probably mm-hmm. not coming home until late at night. So someone needs to take care of your dog all night too and take them out for their nine or 10 PM, whatever it is, final walk. So just make sure all of that's covered in advance. So you're not stressing about it week of, and I would recommend getting a professional to do it. But if you can't get a professional to do it, make sure everyone knows exactly what their tasks are. Mm -hmm. So if one person is picking your dog up, great. If another person is taking your dog back, great. If another person is watching your dog during the ceremony, great. Just make sure they know these things and what the plan is. You don't want one of the situations where it's like, where is the dog? And then you have to like find the dog. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sometimes you also might need to have a weather plan because if you're having a summer wedding and you're taking portraits, portraits, I can't talk with your dog outdoors, you're going to want to think about, all right, if it's a 105 degree day, do I really want to get my dog brought out for this? Yeah. Or if it's pouring rain, do I really want to take outdoor portraits with my dog if my dog isn't allowed inside the venue? So you might need to have a plan B for calling it off or figuring out other arrangements if you can't do portraits with your dog for some reason. Again, I'm focusing on dogs here just because it's what I see the most, but I do think that it's really important to plan for the weather. So make sure you've got some extra towels to wipe their paws off. Make sure you've got extra water and a water bowl and a shady spot. Um, I really do recommend though, if it's raining or the ground's really wet, just don't involve your dog because it's too risky for you and what you're wearing. (laughs) Um, Another thing did you No, you didn't talk about this yet but dogs with anxiety i think it's just i meant oh, yeah mm-hmm. so if there is a storm on the day of your wedding definitely don't bring your dog out for portraits if you have the kind of dog who's afraid of storms because your yeah. poor dog is going to be so upset i know you really want those photos but let your dog stay safe and comfy in a place that they know in that case and if all of this is stressing you out Um, (laughs) don't panic. There are other ways that you can incorporate your dog into, you know, the day without them physically being there if you decide against having them there. Um, And one way that we love to see that is with all the cute little, you know, fun details on the wedding day um, or surrounding the wedding day that you can incorporate your pets. Um, We talked about stationery, like that's super cute. I love that. Um, Who doesn't like pictures and drawings of, you know, floppy-eared puppies? Like, I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) A monster doesn't like that. That's who. Yeah, just like a cold-hearted human being. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, I, you know, including that in your stationery. Or Kate, you also mentioned, you know, um, having, like, them incorporated on your, you know, cake topper, whether it's just like, you know, a a little family trio of like you, your partner, and your dog, like little cute things like that. Um, I love seeing stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's really nice. And I'm one of those people who thinks that if you do decide to bring your dog on site for the day of, it should be more for portraits or ceremony as opposed to the reception. The reception has a lot going on. It has a lot of drunkies. It has a lot of food and it has a lot of loud noise. Plus Mm. it's just late in the night. And um, a lot of the time your venue and your caterer because of licensing and safety issues and sanitary issues are not going to allow a non-service dog there. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. I would say for like, with the exception of one dog, like I've always seen that, you know, the pet get, you know, taken home or like taken back to the hotel or whatever by the handler or the person that's designated to handle the pet or who's on pet duty after the ceremony's over. I've never seen a dog stay except for one time, but that was a brunch Same. wedding and it was chill and it was not your normal kind of 250 person, you know, seven o'clock reception. Yes. Big difference. I think it's good to have a plan A and the plan B for the ceremony. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen if your dog is well behaved, in which case maybe your dog walks all the way down the aisle and then gets handed off to a parent in the front row or someone else who can hold on to them. But if there's the plan B, so this is usually when I as the planner come in and I'll sneak up the side through, you know, not the main aisle, but one of the edges of the chairs and I'll take the dog away quietly so that if we don't think the dog is going to behave perfectly or if we hear already that the dog has started to not behave perfectly through the ceremony, I can come and get that dog into a different room. Yes, plan A and plan B and plan C, (laughs) just in case. (laughs) What's plan C? I want to know plan C. The dog well, breaks on the loose. floor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's an easy fix. Unless it's like right in the middle of the aisle, in which case that would be terrible. See, that's how you can tell you're a wedding planner. You don't bat an eye. You're just like, okay, we can fix that. <laughs> it's like, except for the shit in the middle of the aisle. Like shit on the <laughs> side of the aisle where we can like actually get it and not have it be weird. Honestly, I would take dog poop at a wedding over people barf any day. And I've had much more people barf than I've had dog poop. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so I think there are a lot of things you can do, whether you decide you want to incorporate and honor your pet's off-site or you want to have them on-site for a while with you, maybe take some cute photos. There's so much you can do to incorporate your pet in your big day. Yeah. And as long as you think it through and you prepare a little bit, you'll be in great shape. Yeah, exactly. And we love seeing Allison, them included. Allison, do you think you'll get any more pets this year? Hell no. <laughs> I am not... I'm not, well, my building isn't dog-friendly, um, but we'll probably get a dog when we move somewhere dog-friendly. Oh, so that'll that. be fun. It'll mostly it, be Jesus's dog than my dog, but we'll see. Will it be a little dog or a big dog? Unfortunately, it will be a little dog. I am tried to sell him on the big dog, and he was like, we have to have a house with a yard, and I'm just like, oh, fair, <laughs> but also, uh, like, I want my, like, I love all dogs. Like, I don't discriminate, but, like, I really have a soft spot for just, like, big, floppy, like, adorable dogs that, like, are huge, but they don't know how huge they are, and they yes. think they're little dogs, but they're actually humongous. I love 100%. that. They're oh, so that's sweet. my favorite. I love yeah. a big, goofy dog. Now, what about, I thought he was allergic. No, he, well, he's not really allergic. He just has normal allergies, and he likes to blame the normal allergies on whatever animal happens to be nearby at that time. Got it. Which is usually my cat. Um, I hope that he listens to this so he can hear me talking crap about his fake allergies. <laughs> but no, he's, he's fine him. with dogs. Unless they're like a little bit shetty, then maybe. But for the most part, he's fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I would love to get more dogs, but John has a very firm no more than two dogs rule in the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking for creative ways to violate that, and he cuts me off. So <laughs> Just, just um, come home with a bird. It's fine. <laughs> I, see, I don't even want a bird. I mean, I did have the baby chicks. 
in yeah. March that I took care of for my friend for a while. And he ended up being allergic to all their cedar chips. I think maybe like, I don't know, because they use that as their litter. So he yeah. started to be allergic to them, which was a bummer. And then they had to leave after a week, but it was a really great week. Mm-hmm. And I loved having them in the house when I could. And um, I would get a bunny, but I think if he had an allergy issue with the chicks, he'll probably have an allergy issue with the bunny. Yeah. So Bunnies for now, yeah, for now, no extra pets, no extra fosters. Um, I'm working on the foster kittens because I was apparently- like, did that happen yet? It has not happened yet, but I really want it to happen. So I'm hoping, I know it's not kitten season, but I'm hoping another like small litter of kittens comes in that needs us to take care of them and then we'll take care of them and life will be perfect. I just want to put their little kitty noses. (laughs) Oh, I know, I know. Oh my God. That's something you don't see kittens at weddings. That would probably be a disaster. If you have a a kitten, but just take the, have them for a couple of engagement photos in your house, Max, like don't take them to the venue Everything will get obliterated or you'll lose one. Like, just, just don't. (laughs) It would be so cute though. I mean, except for the, where there's all the property damage and then it gets lost. Yeah. I think having kittens at weddings (laughs) is an excellent idea. Unless it was like an adoption event, in which case that would be amazing. I would, yeah, we've done, we've done the dog rescue, the puppy adoption thing for a wedding, but we never did the kitten thing. Okay. I think this needs to be our next project. We need yeah. to find a if client. If you ever get a client that's like, I'm going to have some kitten adoptions at my wedding, please just sign me up for that. I don't care what day it is. I'll be there. You <laughs> might come home with two kittens and then you'll get an angry call from my boyfriend. Like she has two kittens here. <laughs> oh no, they, they snuck into her bag. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my she God. That would be that. like the best thing that ever happened to me. Like I get home and I hear like a little meow and open my bag and there's a cat in there. That'd be oh. awesome. Oh my God. I miss having cats. I really do. Like they're just so, so fun. They, I love the purring and it's so nice when they're on you and they're all calm and then you yeah. fall asleep and everyone's sleeping. I just, you can I think I like and hang out with Luna. So oh, I love Luna. She's with so her cute. fluffy belly. She's a good girl. She is for the most part, 99.9% of the time. <laughs> oh, well I should make a podcast note. I think last week we said we were going to have a guest on this week. Yes. I don't remember, but we Just are. Just in case we in did. Our, <laughs> in case we did, we might have lied to you. Uh, we, as you can tell, did not have a guest this week, but we are planning it's to have us. one. Yep, we've got one next week, and we've got one two weeks after that, and probably, but we're not sure, one in between those two guests. We have so three they, upcoming episodes with guests. We're so organized. I love yes. it. Yes. We're getting it together. We're having fun. It's all downhill after that, though, so don't get used to it. (laughs) After that, we're going to give you a string of, like, five really crappy episodes. Get ready, guys. (laughs) But we're super excited. We get to chat with some of our favorite industry friends, and we're excited for listeners to be able to meet some of our industry friends and just, like, catch up because it's been a while. Um, So that's going to be super fun. Oh, I'm so excited. We have some really good people lined up, and then I have to reach out to a few more. Oh, I saw a light You know what we off. should do? Maybe what? we should, as teasers for our upcoming episodes with guests, maybe we should do a post on our Instagram and maybe have people submit a question or two. Oh, that's a good idea. So we can tease, like, this is so-and-so. What do you want to yeah. ask them? Oh, I like it. That's I'm going to do that. That's going to be a thing. Okay. Good idea. You're very good at social media. I trust you. Should we announce who our guests are going to be this next week? Ah, okay. Drum roll, drum roll. I'm not going to drum roll because I think I'll destroy the mic. 
I'm doing tiny ones on my table. It's Ed and Eileen Photography. Yay! Our first official podcast guest. I'm so excited. Yes, and I love them. Very, they're awesome. Yeah, oh, they're so great. Good friends of ours. They're a really talented, really successful photography company based in Chicago. They have an amazing moody and documentary style, but not so documentary that they can't direct. So they are mm-hmm. just, you know, really checking all the boxes in terms of being excellent. And I love them. I have weddings coming up with them, fingers crossed, this year. So we're making it happen. And yeah, I'm just so, so excited. Uh, we I'm are super excited. Well, no. Are we going to get them in one week from today? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had it in my head that it was two <laughs> weeks for a second. And I thought, oh no, we lied again. I don't know what time is. So yeah, stay tuned. We'll put that on the Instagram and you can ask questions. You can find out what's what. Go check out their Instagram, their website, whatever you want. While you're looking at them, it's engagement season. So I'm sure they're booking up quite a bit and kind of busy, which makes it extra special that they're doing this with us. And uh, yeah, can't wait to talk with them. So excited. I'm just excited to have guests. Makes it, makes it feel like legit. Like we're like a real, <laughs> we're a real <laughs> podcast. We're so, yes, I I do like it. I mean, I also just, I've been doing occasional um, cocktail hours with Eileen Mm -hmm. where we just get on Zoom and have some wine and talk. Are we going to have wine on our episode? Oh, we could if you want to have wine. That'd be fun. I'm actually, so I'm not drinking for January. Okay. Oh, dry January. I'm doing that for the first time ever. It's honestly not hard. I thought I would yeah. eat it and I'd be complaining and I haven't really noticed the difference. So <laughs> Just get yourself a nice fancy bottle of sparkling juice. Get sparkling the Martinelli. The, the sparkling Martinelli. Mm. Oh, the New Year's drink of my childhood. So good. That's like the best apple juice on the planet. I don't care what anybody else says. Oh yeah. That is like, if you want to be a cool child, you get the Martinelli. I'm going to spoil my children with just Martinelli apple juice all the time. (laughs) (laughs) In fancy glassware. Yes. No, no. Now that I think about it, glassware and kids don't, don't mix. (laughs) No, I still remember that I had, um, like my number one cup when I was a kid. Do you remember those plastic cups that had two layers and in the middle there was like this little water and glitter. So I still have that. I had one of those. My water has evaporated, but I still have it. I won't get rid of it. It's the Little Mermaid. Yeah, has... I had a Pocahontas one. Oh, I miss that. It God might have like that silver is. glitter and then little yeah. fish bits. Oh, real fish I also fish have bits? my Little Mermaid. No, no. <laughs> I have my Little Mermaid headband too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I don't wear it because I feel like a creep if I wear it because that's like, why would I wear that around the house? Well, I feel like you could pull that off. We did get Disney Plus, so I feel like I have an excuse. <gasps> I love Disney Plus. And Part of Your World is one of my favorite karaoke jams. Really? Mm-hmm. It never occurred to me to sing Disney jams at karaoke. I feel like that's very niche, and I'd have to have the right audience mm-hmm. for it. It'd have to be like Disney night or something. Well, and when I say karaoke jams, what I really mean is I'm in the car with John, and I'm like, hey, tell me how I'm singing. And then I sing, <laughs> and it's really, really sick of me. So that's, that's that my karaoke. Funny. It's not good. It's not good. I have my, my Hamilton songs. I do that to him for, I have my Disney songs. And then he usually asks if he can just put his headphones on and watch football because this is a road <laughs> trip activity. And if it's like the end of a road trip on a Sunday. Yeah. You well, hey, so if much. you're the one that's doing all the driving, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I
control the radio. So where can people find us? They can find us on Instagram, IBWC underscore podcast. Should we get a Facebook? I don't feel like we need it. Nah, whatever. Facebook's overrated. Anywho. Eat it. Eat it, suck. And then I realized he owns Instagram. (laughs) He owns Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Don't block our account. Um, Or you can email us at committee at gmail.com. Send us your questions and your feedback. Or if you just want to say hi, we also check our dms on instagram if you want to message us there um write us a review rate us Please do. stars preferably five you know whatever <laughs> do it do five stars go into apple Podcasts. do five stars right now awesome. i'm being too bossy i'm sorry guys <laughs> you do you do what you want to do you're the boss of your own life <laughs> but yeah send us questions say hi you know, topic suggestions. We're still always taking those. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, give us a shout. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye everyone. Bye-bye.